the Neatness Network is getting even bigger. And I'll just go ahead and say it, you know what I'm saying, which is why I'm happy that you're joining uh, the Neatness Network. I never want my people to feel like, hey, I need something from you in yeah. order for us to have a relationship. It's the difference between commissionships and relationships. Now, before we hop into today's show, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Now, let's jump into the video. So, just, man, I asked you back to the show for a couple of reasons, man. You've been in network marketing for how long? Bro, since I was 18, so... Let's say 18 years. 18 yeah. years. On and off, yep. 18 On years. and off, yep. 18 years. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes, man, you know, I've had a lot of people be in my DMs and a lot of people in the comments. I'm a man, network marketing is a scam, network mm -hmm. marketing. Like, like, really have a real conversation about network marketing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, uh -huh. everything sounds so good, but I don't hear nobody saying the truth about network marketing. Mm -hmm. And so, man, I really just want to have a truth because I think a lot of my people are looking for ways to make money. Right. And one of those ways, they'll get approached by someone <clears throat> and be like, hey, have you considered joining this company? Right. And I wanted to ask you a question. Are all network marketing companies 100% solid? As in, are there some things that we should honestly be aware of when it comes to network marketing companies? Yeah, I think so, bro. I think... Um I think it's a lot of things to look for. First of all, I just want to say, proud of you, what you've been doing, man. Oh, man, thanks, Every bro. time I come back, the elevation is <laughs> relevant. It's, and, you know, I just see it everywhere. I'm like, oh, it's just doing its thing, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, it's, it's, just, it's evident on you and, you know, just the way you continue to operate with a high level of principles. Right. And, you know, I just love to watch it and observe it. Appreciate it, man. To the question, <laughs> I think it's, uh, <laughs> you know, I think, I think it's a lot of good things. You know, I think from a, you know, I, I've been on both sides. Like, coming in network marketing, I had no experience. I came literally from high... I was still in high school when I started. Okay. My best friend, Isaac, called me. He was like, hey, man, this is an opportunity. I want you to look at it. I was like, okay, cool. It was selling legal insurance, uh, legal yeah, yeah. show. Yeah, legal show. And yeah. I was like, okay, cool. I didn't have no illegal problems. It was like, you know, $17 <laughs> a month. I was like, okay, let me try it. You know, they were paying some upfront commissions. Um, and I learned about, like, you know, making, like, introductory sales. So I think for any entrepreneur, it's a good breeding ground for you at the beginning. Okay. I think you learn a lot of skills. To me, a great place to learn those skills is either network marketing or door-to-door -door sales, and I yeah. did both. You okay. just learn a lot of stuff really, really quick about, you know, communication and how to mm -hmm. talk to people and handling rejection because you're going to run across that stuff everywhere. Yes. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, some of the, the misconceptions, because um, one, I don't think every... I don't think there's any company that's perfect. I'll, yeah. just, I'll just put that there. But I think you do have to find a company that works for you. Um, I was taught, man, it's really, typically people are really good at selling a physical product or they're really good at selling an, an idea or a, uh, a non-tangible product. Mm. So like, mm. and for me, I just had to be honest in my career, which one I'm, I'm good at. And I was like, okay, I like products, but I don't like to sell them. Mm. But I'm really good with ideas. So if it's something like virtual or something that's like, you know, some type of, uh, not like a tangible, like, hey, go drink this. Yeah. I'm really good with that. Okay. And there's some people, they're like, man, I don't really like things I can't touch and show people and give them an experience. And I think, one, I think a person has to figure out, okay, which side do I think I'm kind of leaning to? Yeah. Because if you're more of a hands-on product, testimonial, from that experience, from that side, you may need to go that route. But if you're like, hey, man, I just like the ideas, maybe, and I mean, there's network marketing companies that do insurance. There's network marketing companies that do trading and investing and you know, there's so many other ways that you can do it. I mean, it's literally network marketing for every product, even right. dog food. Right. It's, it's crazy, but it's everything. Like everything. everything. Um, but I think that's one. Um, I always look at the leadership of the company, bro. I think one of the sides that a lot of people don't really talk about in network marketing is not really the beginning. So 
it's funny. I talk to leaders about this all the time. I'm like, listen, there's a part in network marketing where you go from not being free. Mm-hmm. So you're like, man, I'm not making no money. Mm-hmm. So you go from like zero to like 10000 a month or 25000 a month. Then you get this area of like, okay, man, I'm a little free. You feel like, okay, man, I can do a little bit of what I want to do, how I want to do it. And then you cross over to when you start making, you know, 50000 100000 a month yeah. to where you go from not being free anymore. Because now you've got these constraints and, yeah. you know, regulations and, yeah. you know, compliance. And now it's like, oh, well, if you, you can't post that because we don't want, yep. you know, people to feel some kind of way about this. And I'm like, okay, man, that, that ain't what this was about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I've literally told people, like, you go from, like, I, can do, I can't do what I want to do to I can do what I want to do. So, hey, no, now you, you can't can. do what you want to do. And I think that's something that if you look at the top leaders in no marketing companies, I think I think this is more of a conversation with uh, the owners, too. Yeah. Because a lot of times the owners come from nothing. Mm. And so they cool with everything. Right. Until right. they get something. Right. And then when they get something, it's like, hey. Right. No, no, we don't we don't want you to do that. I mean, I've been in some companies, bro. It's like you leave, they're like, well, you can't take our people. I'm like, but but what people did you do presentations for? You, <laughs> you ain't been in their living room with me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But 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 here's the thing, I'm not I'm not gonna knock I don't knock the industry Absolutely. because I think every industry has pros and cons. Absolutely. I've I've look. I've been, in, I've sold a lot of different products and like door to door was a great business, but I was like, man, I'm 6'5", I'm black. Mm-hmm. That ain't the best place for me to be. Just not, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't need to be just in any neighborhood all over the place. <laughs> I remember I was knocking in one neighborhood and I got, I got booked like overnight because they said I didn't have a solicitation permit and I did. I had one. What? They took it from me and then they still put me in the holding cell and then the next morning I went to the judge and he was like, oh, do you have a solicitation permit? I was like, yes. He said, okay, you're free to go. I'm like, this is discrimination. Wow. And it was crazy. Listen, I'm going to tell you a story. Wow. We're in this neighborhood. We're selling alarm systems at the time. Get pulled over. Cops pull us over. It's like, sir, um, you guys have your solicitation permit? He's like, yeah. Here you go. Give it to him. Comes back. He's all right. Can you, uh, can you guys uh, step out of the vehicle? He's like, sure, no problem. He was like, uh, I was like, officer, what's going on? He said, can you step back, please? I was like, absolutely. He said, can you turn around? I said, yes, sir. No problem. He said, can you put your hands behind your back? I said, oh, wait. Wait a minute. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, I really, is what? this happening right now? I didn't, I, bro, I didn't, I, and I realized it now what it was. It was, yeah. it was racial. You were black. Yeah, I was black, and I was like, that was the day I knew that wasn't for me. I got you. You see what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, I can make good money here, right. but I don't like this. Yeah, 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 And then, you know, I've done insurance, and yeah. I like, that was cool for a little while, and then I realized people don't like to talk to me about death. Right. You know, and I, at the time I was young, I didn't really have a network for that. Yeah. And so when I figured out, okay, these are the things I like to do, I had to find a way to be able to do it, but you know, a lot of owners. I really feel like it's the owners that have really kind of made it um, where it's not as fun for like higher level leaders. I, I was talking to a guy after I left left my last company. Mm. Um, he was like, "Man, you should come over here to this company." I was like, "Bro, I can't go there. The owner's known for su- su- uh, suing people." He was like, "But here's the thing: if you go to a place you would never want to leave, then you don't have to worry about that." I said, "No, sir." <laughs> Why would I knowingly go to a place that if I want to do something else that you're just not cool with? And you're going to sue me. Because I live in a, we live in America. Right. I right. can sue you for anything. Anything. Like thing, and you don't have to do it wrong. I can just sue you tomorrow and be like, hey, yeah. now you got to spend money yep, to defend myself. To defend it. Most of these owners, don't, they're not trying to like... Win. They're not trying to win. They just mm-hmm. wanted to cost you money. And so I feel, like, I feel like that won't change until there's enough leaders that say, listen, 
Let's just make it right. Let's just do this the right way. Yeah. And, and, let's, and let's really build what it's supposed to be built on. Yeah. Um, because I do feel like network marketing is changing. I think, and I think a lot of it has to do with how companies are being run. Mm -hmm. And I think the education and the internet is changing stuff too. It's like, you know, I don't, you know, education is changing. <laughs> and I just think there's some things a person can learn how to do for themselves. Absolutely. That a company used to provide. Yep. Um, but there are some benefits to what companies do provide. Are you ready to transform your career in 2023? I want you to consider Bethel School of Technology, the world's only Christian online tech bootcamp. With African-Americans representing just 7.9% of the tech workforce in the U.S., it's time to bridge that gap and create more opportunities for everyone in this booming industry. Bethel Tech is committed, and I mean this, they're committed to providing accessible, lucrative, and fulfilling tech careers for all individuals. In their comprehensive nine-month program, you'll master essential skills to kickstart your technology career today. The earning potential is crazy impressive. Indeed reports that software developers in the U.S. earn, on average, about $103,000 per year. What? Choose from programs like cybersecurity and UI UX design and ignite your tech career with passion and with purpose. Forget about accumulating and racking up debt and invest just nine months to revolutionize the next nine years of your professional life. Embrace your potential with Bethel Tech and achieve your career aspirations today. Hey, visit anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel or click the link in today's show notes to register and take the first step towards a bright future in technology. Hey, talking about a bright future, let's get back to today's show. So give an example, when I first got started in network marketing, I didn't have any success. Okay. So now I can borrow the success of my mentor. Yep. So now it's like, hey, don't look at me. I'm talking to this guy, look at him. Mm -hmm. And then I could borrow the influence, I could learn, yep. I could be growing and making money until I could develop my own influence. And that's 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 one of the benefits that I think that you get. You get the mentorship. So like, like uh, David, you had my mentor on here before. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is a guy that was making you know over seven figures a month. A month. So uh, how how do I get him to mentor me? Right. Like it wouldn't be like th that time to join that company was one hundred ninety five dollars and one hundred seventy five dollars a month. Right. That gave me access to to David. To David. Right. Had I not been a part of that company, it doesn't happen that, that way. No. You know why? Because I went to one of his masterminds. His mastermind was $30,000. Ooh. So, man, which, which one was better? Now, granted, I had to be a leader. Yeah. I had to step up, and I had to earn that position. Right. But which one was more economical for me yeah, yeah. as a new entrepreneur? Yeah. And so that's when, when you look at the pros and cons, there's definitely cons that I, I just think that a lot of people don't talk about, but it's because... You got to think about it, network marketing, not that many people make it to the top. No. I mean, what is it like? What? Not even 10% make it yeah, to the top? I was about to say less than 1%. Less than 1%? Less than 1%. Like, of, like the industry, for sure. And you were in the 1%. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. I, I would definitely, I'd say I'm probably in the top half of the 1% of the industry. I mean, I don't, you know, because you're making 10000 a month, you're doing good in the industry. You're great. You know, you get over six figures a month, you get into like a whole different world. And if you do that for a couple years, you're doing well. You're doing really well. And I think um, there's just things that you learn on the other side, man, like it's literally, bro, there's people that I know are friends with people mm -hmm. and they don't even talk to them because it's like, man, you you left the company. That and is, I'm like, that's sad. That's one of the few industries where I'm like, okay. And I'm not saying that it didn't happen in other places, but it's prevalent. No, it, it definitely happens. Yeah, it happens. In other places. Yes. Yeah. You know, it's, and I think, you know, it, it, you know, we've had discussions just on 
Um, I think something that leaders have to really learn is how to honor the exit. Absolutely. On both sides, because yeah. you know we're taught as mentees like, okay, um, how do we go about yeah. honoring the relationship? But like right. now, when it's time to step away, step away. How do you do that? And I, and there's some people that I've seen do it really, really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like my mentor has been a great example. There's some other people I've seen do it well and handle it as yeah. good as they possibly can because that is a part of the growth and in, in elevation. Yeah. But I think that's something that's very prevalent in, in, in most of the industry. You really got to be a good leader to transition. When I think about my two big transitions, I had two huge ones going from Bethel Church, which is Bishop Rudolph McKissick Jr. to Dave Ramsey, mm -hmm. then from Dave Ramsey and Ramsey Solutions out of my own. When I transitioned from uh, the church world to Ramsey, um, I never forget. I had an honest conversation with my bishop over lunch, um, and I told him what I was doing. I honored him on the way out. Dave uh, called him, emailed him. They had a conversation. Yep. Um, and Dave even flew him up to uh, to the office just to sit down. It's to meet him one-on-one, -on -one, just yeah. to thank him for everything he allowed me to do at his platform and to allow us a smooth transition. Yeah. Bishop McKissick honored me on a transition out. Wow. Then I'm with Dave for six and a half years. He and I both agree that it's time for us, uh, for, for me to transition it out and do my own thing. And um, that transition was great. We embraced each other for a good solid minute, minute and a half on our last day talking. Mm -hmm. When I was a part of the company, we've talked since then. Yeah. Um, and even um, went to one of their, when they released our documentary. Um, and just, you're right, it takes true leaders to have a smooth transition. Yeah, for sure. And it doesn't have to be ugly. Yeah. It doesn't have to be negative. And here's the truth. Clearly you're transitioning because you're just not aligned anymore. Correct. But non-alignment doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Correct. It's yeah. just like, hey, I'm moving on. I'm not going in this direction anymore. I want to go a different direction. Mm -hmm. And so, hey, let me let's transition and do this thing correctly. And so when I hear about the bad transitions, it's not just on the employee or the employer. It just means that honestly, I, what I'm grateful for is the leaders that I transitioned from started that process. Yeah, no, absolutely. I and think that has good. to happen. Yeah. But on the network marketing side, bro, one thing that got me, because I did Legal Shield too as well. Okay, um, there we go. Shout out Legal Shield. Yeah, Legal Shield was, was my thing. <laughs> and actually, I think it was like two years before they came Legal Shield, they were prepaid legal. Prepaid legal, yeah. And so I did prepaid legal. Darnell Self was uh, my uh, upline. Darnell. Yeah, that's the guy. Uh, one of the most Team New Vision. Team New Vision, yep. yeah. And uh, man, um, love it. One of the things I would definitely say out of respectfully was they sell you on you're free. Mm -hmm. They'll sell you on you have your own company. You could do what you want to do and when you want to do it. But a part of me, and correct me if I'm wrong, because you was in there for a lot longer than me. I was only in it for four years. Mm -hmm. And I did pretty decent. I did like five thousand, three, three to five thousand dollars a month. Mm -hmm. But even to get there, I was never free. Yeah, no. I couldn't really just do what I wanted to do and show up when I wanted to show up. Correct. It was almost like if I don't if I don't recruit anyone, mm -hmm. I'm not getting paid. Correct. So it was yeah. not like you just get in this thing, work, and then hey, you can go off to Hawaii for a month. Correct. And I was like, no, no. And to me, that doesn't really feel like ownership. It feels like I'm an employee, um, but I just I can just work from home. Yeah. So I agree and I disagree. Okay. So so my Let's thought process it. is this: it's one. There's not a lot of things you can do and make thirty-five thousand a month and be free. True. You know what I'm that's, saying? Like just, just real. being real. Because I, I talked to a guy, my business, and he was like, "Man, you know, he was kind of same thing. Same thing, man. This is supposed to be residual." I'm like, "Yeah, but bro, 
Uh, you've only been doing this for six months. Mm -hmm. like, where where else can you go and work and for, six for six months? months. And then yep. you think you're just going to leave and just have this coming in? Like, right. I know people that's been working for 40 years and can't stop and work yeah. and make three to five thousand a month. Yeah. So I think I think some of it's expectations. Right. That have to be set up um, front. Then. Up front. Up front. I mean, and I do tell people that I like. Listen, it's going to be hard for at least two years. 12, 18 months if you're working it. Right. Without it, it's it's going to be, you know, kind of tough. Now, there's some people that sell the, the dream, and I think when you do that, you would just attract a person that's looking for that, and now, now all this stuff happens. Now, the part about recruiting, I think that just depends on what product that you're offering. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I've, I've sold some educational products that all you had to do was learn, and you could utilize the skill, and you could get paid. Mm. If you do it in the insurance world, I don't have to recruit. I can just go sell customers. Mm -hmm. If I do it in the product space, I can just get really good at retailing the products. Mm -hmm. And so I think it just depends on what you're doing. Now, from a leverage standpoint, for you to be able to have freedom, you, you've got to create leverage. It's just mm -hmm. like a company. You've got to have employees. You've got to have people that are working with you. And so that allows you to say, okay, you know what, but I can help people do exactly what I've done. And if I help enough people, like let's say if I get to 10000 a month and I help 10 people make 10000 a month mm -hmm. and they go out there and keep doing their thing, well, that's going to free me up because now I've created leaders that can now produce outside of me. Yeah. Why do you think some people have a problem with network marketing? Every time I do this, yeah. you know, I'm always going to blog or a blogger mm -hmm. to, yeah, 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 to, to, sure. to, to talk about it. What do you think in that space, why are people so just turned off by network marketing? I think it's the recruiting aspect that people don't like, Okay. Um, especially if they haven't developed the skills. Yeah. I know for me, there was a part, like, I, I left, so I started network marketing when I was 18. I left, like, when I was around, right around 20, and I was like, man, I don't want to recruit, recruit nobody. So I got in sales, and I was doing door-to-door -door sales. Okay. And then I was like, man, I don't be knocking on doors no more. I need to be able to have some leverage. And I was yeah. like, man, to be able to do that, I got to recruit some people. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I, I had started, I had got a contract with a sales company, and I was like, okay, I got to recruit some people for me to be free. Yeah. And then I was like, man, I'm, I'm not good at it. Mm. And what I realized is the reason I didn't like it, because mm. I wasn't good at it. Mm -hmm. Typically, people don't like something they're not good at. Mm -hmm. if, you, if you're really good at it, you, you'll enjoy it. If not, and like I didn't at the beginning, I was like, okay, I got to find a way to make some money without people. Um, I think the other thing is a lot of, like, you got to be really, really good to make good money. That's true. But I don't think that's the case with, I mean, with any other space. Like, that's true. I mean, podcasting. Yeah, you got to be really good at it. Yeah, be to really make good money. to yeah, make yeah. some money. You yeah. know, uh, basketball. Yeah. You got to be really good to make some money. And you got to be really, really good on your job <laughs> to get an elevation. Yeah, so it's you know like. And to get a promotion. I don't know of a place that you can go and not be really, really good and operate at a high level. Yeah. But in network marketing, I think depending on who shows you the presentation. Yeah. It could be it could be uh, sold that way, yeah. And that's where the 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 uh, the mistake is. The other part I think is just a miseducation of people not really understanding business. Because people are like, well, if it's a business, why do I have to pay? Like, sir, you're paying hundred and fifty dollars a month. <laughs> Studies are showing nearly right now, currently in the year 2023, that nearly 70% of people live in paycheck to paycheck. When you dive deeper into the study, study reveals that out of that 70%, a large portion of those are people who make over six figures. These are people who are living paycheck to paycheck because of inflation, because of job loss. But a lot of people say, man, we have an income problem. And here's, here's the truth. We don't really have an income problem. We have a lack of utilizing our gifts and skills problem. You have the skills, you have the talents that God put on inside of you. And I want to ask you this question. I'll be very honest. Are you utilizing them correctly? Or are you just going to work, getting that check, coming home and not really utilizing your gifts and skills to build wealth, to pay off debt? 
Well, listen, I am hosting a free, a 100% free masterclass here with the next few days. And I'm teaching people how to build a personal brand, how to use the gifts and the skills that God put on the inside of you and turn that into an extra thousand to five thousand dollars a month to go towards paying off debt, to go towards, you know, building an emergency fund, to go towards building your dream home. But I'm going to go even a step further. What if you can use the same principles I'm going to be teaching for free? You make an extra one thousand to five thousand. But what happens if you could turn it into a six figure income or maybe a seven figure income within the next couple of years? Well, if you are ready to take control of your money, if you're ready, ready to utilize the gifts and the skills God has given you to build a legacy, to build wealth for yourself, can you meet me? I want you to go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Again, that is anthonyoneal.com forward slash save my seat. Or you can click the link in today's show notes. It's 100% free. Come join me. Let me show you. Let me show you how we, my team and I, built a seven-figure brand and how we can put $1,000 in your pocket for the next 30 to 60 days. I'll see you soon. <laughs> Anthony, you're not in there with marketing. Right. But if I can take your business model oh, I'm paying. and turn it to $150 a month. I'm paying. You're like, that's a steal. That's a steal. So here's what helped me realize that. When I left network marketing and then I started my own sales company and then I had the real overhead of a business. Yeah. The office, the employees, the insurance. You know, when you start paying people's like uh, on uh, W-2s yeah. and then you got to match their taxes. I didn't uh, know this because I called the payroll company. I was like, hey, y'all took out taxes on my side, too. They was like, no, no, no. <laughs> you got to match that. Bro, I just <laughs> talked about that on my last yeah, show. I was like, bro. The, bro, it's people want to be an entrepreneur, man, but they don't understand. Bro, it no one me. really teaches you the truth about this entrepreneurship space. It happened to me, too. I, my first employee was me. Mm hmm. <laughs> Oh yeah, so you was double taxing yourself. You like, we got Bro, I called Gus so quick. I was like, I got my check. I was like, okay, my taxes are oh, cool, great. Then I go on Gusto and I see, wait, what? Y'all double taxed me. I called him. I was like, hey man, we got a problem. Um, this is, what's the problem? Yes. I said, y'all double taxed Bro, me. I called ADP with this. Baby. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 something's going on. Because this is another thing that came out. It's like, no, 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 no. That's that's the employer. Yes. I said, oh, no. Bro. So here's Bro. the other thing. When I came back to network marketing after that transition, yeah. now network marketing looked easy to me. Yes. When I first was in it, like, bro, I used to be, one of the products I was selling one time was Tahitian Noni Juice. Shout out to them. Uh, and the, the auto shit was $145 a month. Mm -hmm. And I was younger then. I think I was 19. Yeah. Bro, I would literally find out what day the auto shit was doing. I would run to the bank, withdraw my $150 so they didn't take it. <laughs> and then after it declined, then I put it back in the bank account. And then the company started getting smart. They'll charge ah! again a couple of days. I was like, oh, these dudes have got smart. So I went from that to like, okay, man, this thing's expensive. How do I get away from it to, wait a minute, this is actually a cheap way to do business because now my overhead, no matter how much I make, is $150 a month or $200 a month. Yeah. What if I want to open in Africa? It's the same overhead. What if I want to open in California? It's the same overhead. Yeah. What if I want to open up Latin America? It's the same overhead. So now I can scale my company, and the only other thing that could come with it is, uh, now there's something else that sometimes leaders have to be careful of. As you start making more money, you can spend a lot of money on meals. Yep. You can spend a lot of money on flights, yep. traveling. And so one thing you don't, you have to be careful of as you start making more money is, not over-investing into your business. Yes. Because you can be like, okay, man, I'm making 20000 a month. Let me go on this tour. And the tour costs you 15000 a month. Because now every night you go out to dinner, yep. everybody wants you to pay for dinner. Yep. You know what I'm saying? We had to make some adjustments to that. I yeah, was like, yeah. hold on, give me the menu. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna order for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because we not just gonna just be eating on just down. But this is stuff like mentor. But that's the thing. Guess what? Mentorship taught me that. He was like, no, 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 no. We don't, we don't do it like that. Let me, right. let me show you how you handle this. Now, if you have your leaders, yeah, th there's, there's ways to handle that. And so I think that's another thing that some people get discouraged from is they sometimes put too much back into their business where they don't have anything left. And then some people don't save for taxes, mm -hmm. and they and they get into they get into challenges with that. Something else, I, I will tell you this: there is something else about network marketing I think is is a challenge. When you okay, if I'm sitting down with you, Anthony, mm -hmm. and you've got a company, and I have some people, maybe I've been in the industry before, and I have some people currently with me, and I sign up for your company, you're okay if I bring people with me, right? But you're not okay. But now. <laughs> when I leave you, right, 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 and I go do the very thing that you were just happy about that happened for you. Yep, you're not happy. Now you're not happy about it. Mm -hmm. So instead of you saying, you know what, man, Justin, I really wish it would be like this. I really wish network marketing would be like, hey, man, you know what? We were together for five years. We made a lot of money together, man. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I can help out in the future, bro. I I appreciate that. Right. Instead, what it turns into is like we was cool today. Now it's we talk about you, talk about your family, talk about how you ain't no good. And it's like, man, wow, man, we, we was just kicking it together. You know what I'm saying? That's not even in network marketing. I said this before at a, a particular organization I was with, and uh, the uh, my coworkers um, got upset when I said this. They was like, what's up, my friend? And they kept saying that. And so let me ask you this question. If I was to leave, are we still friends? Mm. And one of my coworkers said, uh, yeah. I said, okay, such and such just left about two months ago. When's the last time you talked to that individual? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You were just talking about such and such mm -hmm. in a negative way. Friends mm -hmm. will call Friends would not talk. Mm -hmm. Friends would honor, respect their transition. Yep. But we're only friends if yeah. we're working together Correct. and making each other money. Correct. But we're not friends if we disagree on something and that particular person or myself decide to go a different route to a different organization or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So you're right, man. I wish people would get that. Like, if someone does leave... It's like just because now it doesn't benefit your pocket doesn't mean that they're less than. And that's the key piece. I, my boy Cam, he he said it to me. He was like, "It's the difference between commissionships and relationships." Ooh, commissionships, good. He said, huh. and, I, and I'm like, "Yo, is is oh. because it's like there's some people that the only connection of them having a relationship, yeah, is commissions. Yeah, is what money I'm making. And as soon as that's done, guess what? The relationship is done. And you know, honestly. I prefer if it's gonna be that. Let's just call it that. You understand what I'm saying? Like, like, bro. Last company I was with, I didn't even really want to get to know nobody because I was like, you know what? I don't even want to have no relationship with nobody. Yeah. You know why? Because yeah. it ain't necessary. I can go ahead. I can make my money and I can yeah. do my thing. I can be with my people because it should be that way. Like I've had some people be like, hey, people so and so left your company. You still cool with them? I'm like, yeah. They just we just went to dinner. Yeah. They was just <laughs> at the crib. They're like, for real. I'm like, yeah, I don't just say this. Right, right, right. You don't right. have to, like, because I don't believe if you leave my company, you left me. Right, 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 right. I don't right, believe right. if you left my team, you left me. Right, right, right. Life right. is long, bro. Right. And right. so I think when you do stuff like that, when a, per when a person does it, they're not thinking long term. Mm. A life, is, mm. life is way much, is mm. so much bigger than just 
you're in my company today. What about the investments we're gonna be making in five years from come now? Come on, bro. What about the opportunities that'll come 15 years from now? Right. But because I left your team today, right. we're gonna to cut that whole, we're gonna burn that whole bridge? Facts. That's, that's not smart. It's not smart, man. Yeah. But then I think the most valuable thing we can have are relationships. Oh, bro, for because sure. There's things that you've connected me with that money could not have done. Yeah, absolutely. And, and vice versa. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like everyone, we're always looking like, oh, is this person making me money? But I'm like, wait a minute. You know what I'm saying? I remember without putting too much of our business out there, I was like, hey, bro, I'm going to be in New York. Can you can you connect me with this such and such? You just made the phone call, and I'm in such and such. Yeah, for sure. And that's that's relationship. <laughs> yeah, it's relationship. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we don't make each other money mm -hmm. yet. We're going to yeah. make an announcement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's now, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Up until now, you know what I'm saying? But, 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 but that's how it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be organic and authentic. Right. And if, and if it happens, it happens. And we, we should be able to, which is why... What's going on, fam? It's your boy, A.O. And I got to talk to you about something near and dear to my heart. And that's representation. You see, growing up, seeing black voices in media was like finding gold in a mine. It showed me what was possible. People like Oprah, Steve Harvey, and even Malcolm X, they paved the way for folks like me to step into the spotlight. And now there's a new wave of black voices making extreme waves, and they're doing it on NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths. This collection is a celebration of blackness like none other. Each episode is like a journey through our shared experiences. Joy, resilience, empowerment, it's all there. From Bobby to Michelle Obama, they're covering it all. And let me tell you, listening to these episodes, it's like sitting down with your fam and having a real talk about what it means to be black today. NPR is not holding back with this show. They're bringing you stories that matter, uh, stories that reflect the full spectrum of black life. It's like they say, stories should never be about us without us. So do yourself a favor and tune in to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR. It's not just a podcast. I'm going to be real with you. It's a movement. Listen now wherever you get your podcast, and let's keep celebrating our stories and our truths. All right, let's get back to my show. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And I'll just go ahead and say it, you know what I'm saying, which is why I'm happy that you're joining uh, the Neatness Network. Yeah, uh, sure. Justin is uh, now a part of the Neatness Network. He has his own show called Run to Play. Yeah. Um, and it is a thriving show that is booming, that is really... Think of, I like to call him the young black version of John Maxwell. Like he's he's gonna help you think, grow in leadership, help you lead people, help you help you build a business off of authentic leadership. Mm -hmm. um, and up until this point, bro, we've just had some genuine friendships, some yep. real good, honest conversations, um, and just just vibing and chilling. Um, yeah. And and I think leaders need to have that and understand that relationships are valuable. I think I think your gift, bro, is you know how to maintain relationships. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Like that is that is your gift. One of the things that I've learned from Justin is I went to do your show. And Justin gave me, I'm a golfer, and Justin gave me as a gift of being on his show, he gave me a gift. <laughs> and I was like, yo, that's relationships. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And now I couldn't carry it on the airplane. It was like, all right, you you had your assistant ship it to me. Yeah. I was like, bruh. Bruh, no lie. I got on the flight, I called Michelle. I said, hey, uh, we're going to start giving away gifts. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So we got a gift for you after the show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you it's go. like you, you learn yeah. that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it's like when you value relationships and you treat people right. Yeah. That goes so, it goes so further, right? Yeah. And I think that is so important. And I want to talk about that in the last few minutes of our show. When people listen to your show, mm-hmm. run the play, what exactly are they going to get with with you being on the Neatness Network and, mm-hmm. and, and following you and subscribing? Um, what are you bringing to the table? What's missing in this personal development space that the Run and Play podcast and show is going to bring answers to? Yeah, I think one of them you just talked about is like the relationship piece. That's so good. I talk about that pretty much every episode, okay. um, especially when I have people coming in, because I always like to at least learn one or two superpowers from each individual person that's one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On like, how do you maintain relationships personally? Yeah. Um, but also, I feel like a person can learn how to be able to, how to, be able to lead in their own style. Yeah. When I first got started in business, I was trying to just model everybody. Yep. Instead of saying, okay, I'm going to still be Justin. Yeah, 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 yeah. But can I pick up the principles? Yeah without changing who I am as a person. And not not saying I don't grow as a person, but like still being me. Like I'm still gonna laugh. I'm still gonna joke. Yeah. I'm still gonna play around professionally. Mm. But at the beginning I was like so stoic and just I wasn't even a nice person to be around. Yeah, because yeah. I had kind of lost myself in it. So yeah. I just focus on like people really being true to themselves and you know it's run the play. So we do a lot of straight talk as yeah, well, like, yeah. you know, no no fluff when it right. comes to, like, things that a person needs to be doing. But I always give people plays from either my personal playbook when it comes to business, entrepreneurship, branding, content, yeah. and then also the guests and stuff that come on. Man, I love it. I love yeah. it. I love it. I want y'all to watch this quick clip real quick of uh, Run and Play. Check it out. What's going on, everybody? This is Justin Owens back with the Run and Play run. show. Duh. Yeah, play. Let's Do you know what it's like. As I grew in my belief and I grew in my leadership status, my income grew. Every day facing your fear, but believing that your blessing is near. Do you know what it's like? I ain't got no Bible and no booty sleeping next to me, you know what I'm saying? Do you know what it's like? Yeah. You want it badly? What's going to happen is, no matter what the circumstances are, you're not going to let that discourage you or quit. Weapon, it just needs to be unlocked. See, it starts with your faith. It starts with your mind. The world tell you that you late, but you actually on time. See, it's the pain. You got to play. All you got to do now? You got to go run it. Run the play. <laughs> so, bro, what is, what is like... I think one of the key ingredients to building a successful personal brand, mm-hmm. I'm always talking about personal brand, getting out of debt and building wealth, mm-hmm. is you got to have a strategic plan. You got to follow strategy. Mm-hmm. And you teach running a play, which is also here's the strategy to winning. Yeah. What is one strategy to building, let's say, because I think a lot of people struggle with relationships. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle with maintaining relationships because some of us are introverts. I'm naturally introvert. Yeah. So, like, doing this, it, I'm excited about it, but as soon as I get it done, bro, I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want to go upstairs, and I just want to be by myself. 
I think sometimes introverts struggle with maintaining and building relationships. What is one strategy that you've learned over your 18 years of network marketing and building a humongous team? I mean, if you walk into Atlanta, y'all, everywhere me and him went, a lot of people knew Justin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's so funny is they all look up to you, bro, and they always talk always talk about how thank you for this and thank you mm-hmm. for that. And, man, you did this for me, man. Thank you so much. We walk into the restaurant, the chef come out. I'm like, dang, <laughs> Justin? Yeah. The chef? <laughs> what is one strategy to building a healthy friendship relationship with individuals that doesn't even benefit you financially? I was gonna say that that's the thing. Like I'm just trying to build a relationship without any intentions. Like literally there are some people, and I think everybody has to do it. Like, you know, even with us in our relationship, it's like, okay, let me just see if, like, is this, are, is he trying to get something from me? Or vice versa? You know, not that we felt that, but right, like, right, right. you have to just kind of, like, just kind of go, like, let time pass and be a genuine person so yeah. the person can say, okay, you know, I've researched yeah. and I've seen them in enough environments. Like, this is who they really are. Right. And I think if you learn to build relationships with no, um, hidden strategy behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like the person that does marketing only to sell you. Like, th- And that's nothing wrong with that either. Yep. But you just know who it is if that's their only purpose. And yep. I think, you know, sometimes with relationships, especially in the entrepreneurship space, I've seen it a lot where people just literally develop friendships temporarily just to, you know, take somebody's network or mm. get in front of some people's audience. Or sometimes people do it just to retarget your audience. You know what I'm saying? Let me take a picture, do a video. So now I can run ads to your audience. Like it's a whole, it's a whole game. I think. Bro, it's a whole game. So once you get past all that, I think that that's um, one of the things that's really worked for me. And uh, it's, it's one philosophy I always stick with, is like being a better friend to people than they are to you. That's so good. That's because if you're like, like so a person like me, sometimes like when I was younger, I'd be like, man, dang, I'll be doing all this stuff for people. They don't do nothing. And I'm like, you know what? Bump that. I'm going to just be a good person. Yeah, yeah. And then it's just going to speak for itself. Right. And my mom taught me that. She was like, son, you don't got to worry about trying to, like, get people to do like you're doing. Just be who you are. Yep. And she was like, enough people are going to like it. You, you're going to be fine. Yep. And I was like, okay, cool. You know what? I'm going to just be a good person. <sighs> and that, that checking in with people consistently um, and just, like, you know, you just got to get a chance to listen to people. Like, you know, I heard you talking about golf. I wasn't like, all right. Yeah. Yeah, it just when the time came up, I was like, okay, he likes golf. Let's see what we can do that makes sense for golf. And that's so is listening. Yeah. Being, you know, that's what friends should do. Yeah, yeah, man. I didn't know when I when I bought my first, I won't say watch, the kind of name of the watch, no one's business. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, you gave me the thing that keeps it running. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, that's, he's all right. Oh, damn, I did buy you the, the thing. Yeah, dang. on Amazon, bro. Yeah. We talked about it, and the next day, it's, it's in my mouth. <laughs> and I'm like, what the heck, Alex? So it's like, and I think that's uh, that's just, that's very, very important to, just build relationships. And I've I've been doing that. Like Darius Daniels is a good friend of mine. Keon Henderson yeah. is a good friend of mine. And whenever they do events, man, I I buy tickets. Mm-hmm. I don't call yeah. them like, hey man, can I get in for free? Yeah. No, I buy tickets and I show up. Yeah. Now, do they take care of me when I'm there? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But it's like I, I support. One of my good friends, Todd Gabriff, just went on a he just did his live recording. Good friend. Known him since Fedville. We've mm-hmm. been since we were teens. Um, gave him five grand. Wow. Just to help out with his recording. Mm-hmm. He been on tour, bought tickets, yeah. showed up. He took care of me, but I'm like, it's all about the relationship. I never yeah. want my people to feel like, hey, I need something from you in yeah. order for us to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. And I think that's very, very important. And some of you all watching right now, here's the reason why I really want y'all to get connected with Justin. Subscribe to his YouTube channel. Subscribe to his podcast. Um, and 
listen to every show because some of you are in a career space. And one of the reasons why you're not able to get that job promotion is because you haven't been good at the relationship piece. Yeah. Not just with your upline, not with just your, 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 your leaders, but leaders are also looking at, do your peers respect you? Do your peers value you? Do your peers yeah. um, look at you as a leader already before you're a leader? Correct. And a huge part of that is relationships, yeah. you know? And if you want to be elevated, then the people on your level have to respect you. And the people up top have to respect you at that. Mm -hmm. um, and, and here's the thing, too. Let's say you are a leader. And your, your downline doesn't respect you. One of the things I've been very big at is trying to get me and my team out of the studio. Because it's stressful. If you work for me, I like to go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I like to run. And that could be stressful for me. Because yeah. I'm very big on excellence. And one of the things I've learned is, all right, cool, some days we just need to get away. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I'll buy sweets to um, concerts. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. um, and just say, you know, y'all eat. I'll buy the sweets. Let's have a good one. Shout out to the Neatness Network. <laughs> 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 just came at the right time. <laughs> okay, here we Man, go. Look, you coming with us to the Drake one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know, I, I bought I bought the studio for Drake. Yeah. I tell them, hey, bring your spouses. Um, and my guys are married. And um, <laughs> what was so funny is uh, they stay with me when it's recording time. But when that when they brought their spouse, I was like, hey, listen, um, after that concert, y'all gonna get a broom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, no one getting down in my house. Yeah, that's a fact. But it's like I want them, I want their spouses, I want their family to know, like, hey, it to build something at what we're building, it is going to be stressful. Yeah. But I also respect the fact that, hey, I want to make sure that we have a solid relationship. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Because we have the hard conversations. They are tough conversations. But at the same time, I want them to know I respect them, I value them. And hit yo here do do your thing. Christmas, yeah. I give them all a huge bonus. Yeah, um, because I value relationships. So it's like if you are struggling in that area of getting your people to like you, follow you, and really it's not about like, but respect you and value you. Yeah. Um, I need you to listen to this podcast. If you're really trying to elevate in that personal development space and that leadership space. Um, I need you to uh, lock in with Justin over there at Run to Play, and he's gonna give you the playbook. Here's what I learned. If you have a person who's been successful for 18 years, put in over 12,000 hours, mm -hmm. uh, he's already have the proven system. Successful people follow the proven system. Yeah. There's no need for you to write the brand new playbook. You get the playbook. You may have to adapt it a little bit to yourself, mm -hmm. but 80% of the work is done. Yeah. You got to just adapt it to you. And this is a podcast. This is a show that I want you to lock in on because um, the Neatness Network is all about how do we, a lot of us aim for perfection and then we get depressed because we'll never get there. Mm -hmm. We're not God. We're not Jesus. Um, a lot of us saying our careers are messy. Our money is messy. Our relationships are messy. And my philosophy is if every single day we can focus on just being neat, every single day we get better. Yeah. Every single day we're growing. Every single day we're, we are evolving. And that's why my brother is on the show. We've been talking about this for a whole year. He didn't yeah. think I was going to do this. Yeah. Uh, but I had to watch him. I ain't going to lie. Mm. <laughs> I had to see if he's going to be consistent. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So. Um, and the man has been consistent, and he's impacting. I mean, he's had some major names on the show, from E.T. to Hip Hop Preacher, from uh, 9 to 5 Millionaire, Darius Daniels, myself, mm -hmm. Ronnie, 
um, and some other big names, athletes, yeah. uh, NBA coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he has a lot of influence, and I promise you, you'll learn from that. So we'll drop all of his information in today's show notes. Um, check it out. Subscribe. He is officially part of the family now, so y'all be seeing uh, him at least once a quarter on the show, just giving us some playbook on how to grow and evolve as leaders. Yeah. Um, and you'll be seeing some of our people in his show as well. So, man, bro, welcome. Welcome Thank to you, the bro. fam, man. You know what I'm saying? Welcome to the fam, Doc. You know what I'm saying? I like that dude right here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He all right with me. That's my brother. You know what I'm saying? He all right with <laughs> me, my nigga. You know, oh, shoot. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm gonna hear that in the comments. Oh, Jesus! Don't even edit it out, see? Yeah, man. Hey, it, man, that's it how is, we talk, man. That's how we talk. Man. It is. It is what it is. I said yeah. it. You know it what I'm saying? What it is. It is what it is. But yo, uh, man, we love you all. And if if you're thinking about going to network marketing space, I, it's not. Let me say this, and some people may not like the fact that I say this. It's not a scam. No, it's not. It, it's by far. It's it's not a scam. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to identify if it's something that you want to do. And if it's not, go a different route. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes something that may not be, what's the correct word for me to say this? Something that may not line up with me morally doesn't mean that it is a scam or it's wrong. Yeah, It just simply means it doesn't align with what I want to do in life. For my vision in life, cool, you keep going. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of people who are making good money in that. And I respect. I have a lot of a lot of my family members are in are, are in uh, a- Avon. Yeah, my aunt got a pink pink attic. Bro, listen, I, there are so many entrepreneurs that people look up to now. Yeah, yeah. in the back of their story, maybe early on, is network marketing. Is network marketing. Yeah, and most of them would tell you, I learned something from it. Absolutely. And I think if if you could just get that something. Yeah. Because to me, entrepreneurship is still a school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, people yeah, feel yeah. like they don't need education. No, you yeah. gotta get education. You're gonna pay one way. You're gonna pay. With, with money or you're going to pay with time. Yeah. And you learn so much from that space that literally makes it to where, like, you know, we even had conversations about the podcast. I was like, okay, you gave me yeah. what I need to do. I was like, okay, cool. We're going to go to work. Right, right, And right, we're just, right. like, waiting, sitting and Why? Because I've been in business, so it's like somebody gives me assignments. Right, right. And I go run the play. And you ran the play. It's down. literally that that simple. Yeah, I yeah. don't overcomplicate stuff, and I think some people... If they go through the industry, they can learn those lessons. And then guess what? I have other businesses outside of network marketing. Yeah. And I apply a lot of the things I learned there yeah. to those other businesses. That's so good, bro. Yeah. That's so good. Yo, yo, Justin almost is in the building, y'all. Run to play. Run go to check play. him out. And uh, you'll be seeing a lot more of him. And um, I'm telling y'all, man, he's going to be at 100,000 subscribers before we know it. He's going to yeah. be at 100,000 downloads per show before we know it. Yeah. And uh, he, I think he is the voice of young leaderships today, y'all. So go check them out and uh, we'll see you in the next show. Peace out, y'all. Mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.